Welcome to the Career Fluencer Podcast. This is Mason Hartsock. I'm a personal trainer currently based out of Jacksonville, Florida. People could tell when you're genuine and when you're not. So people knew when I really wasn't about what I was saying. I was kind of living this double agent lifestyle. So I have to make a decision. Either I'm going to keep pursuing this degree that I don't like or take a risk and take a chance on myself. I had to ask myself, what is a career anyway? Okay, it's it's yes, it's this thing that you do, or some people just call it a job or occupation, what that really means. And for some people, it's this, you know, I just do it to collect a paycheck and, you know, go home. And that's when I start really living my life. But I saw at a young age, um, my parents were very successful in their careers, military, and and then outside of that in the civilian sector. They were really, really successful, but they didn't necessarily enjoy, like really enjoy what they were doing. Um, so they, they kind of use it to float their life uh, as far as expenses and stuff like that go, because it makes you good money. And then therefore you can take that money and then go do things that you would like to do. I really started thinking about what I wanted to do moving forward. And uh, so I was personal training part-time and going to school and and that kind of thing, trying to figure my way through life. And and as, as it got closer, I realized um, uh, what I wanted to do isn't necessarily what everyone else wanted me to do, as cliche as that is. I wanted to own a gym and be a personal trainer and help a ton of people. And then, uh, of course, as your senior year comes to an end, everybody starts questioning about what college are you going to go to and, and what's that going to look like and what's your career path. And, you know, the, the typical uh, A to B kind of, kind of path where, okay, you graduate high school. Now everybody assumes you're probably going to go get either a tech degree or a, a, a collegiate degree, probably four to six years, and then go into some nine to five job and all of that. And uh, I knew that's not at all what I wanted my life to look like look like at like in the least, but um, I I found myself questioning my own uh, my own path and my own motives because everybody else friends family peers all of that you know I was I was an athlete I was a pretty decent student and so what I ended up doing was I got a scholarship offer uh, right out of high school and I kind of jumped on it for this this university that I could do online just for the sake of everybody asking me what I was going to do so that way I had an answer when people asked and I didn't feel embarrassed to actually say what it is I wanted to do which is a horrible thing in its own right but I didn't know what I was doing so I kind of uh, put the personal training thing and the fitness and health and wellness on the side. And I pursued a, a degree in uh, theoretical physics for a minute. And I took some online courses. And uh, I had a, this realization where I was like, I, this epiphanal moment, and nothing really happened. It just kind of came to me um, when I was doing a, a project or something like that. I was just, I, I had to ask myself, what am I doing? I, I don't like physics. I, <laughs> I really don't. I don't want to be a physicist. I don't want to be a teacher. I, I don't want to go anywhere with this. Like it might look cool on a resume, but that's about it. It, it what I want it to be impressive, and I, and really I, I found myself um, uh, reflecting on deeper reasons on why I even was going that route, and it was because of uh, this deeply rooted insecurity with with answering to other people when they were like, "What do you do?" Because I, I felt like. I would be less of a person, you know, later in life and people are like, what do you do? Like, what am I saying? I'm a trainer. Like, that's not, 
how do you build on that? And then how do you build a business off of that? And, and how do you, how does that look like in the long run? You know, just when it comes down to your lifestyle choices and relationships and all of that. So I felt almost embarrassed or, or some, some kind of shame because that's what I knew I wanted to do and what I felt best doing. But I kind of betrayed that immediate, my, my call, what I'll call my calling, I guess, um, with what I knew I wanted to do j- just to appeal to other people and what, what they feel like is necessary in life. So after, after I, um, finished with those courses, I, I saw them through cause I only had a few months left and, uh, I didn't finish out the degree totally. Cause I was like, uh, once I had that realization, I just couldn't put pen to paper anymore pursuing that. So I did like the bare minimum, but with very lax effort. And then I went to this point in my life right afterwards where I had this almost identity crisis kind of thing, like a picture, like a midlife crisis, but as a 19, 20 year old kid, I really started to just question, you know, life in general, let alone, you know, my job and what I wanted to do. And I went through this mild depression for about a year and a half, two to two and a half years where there were, I mean, there were some pretty bad points, but I really just kept asking why and why, why is this the way it is? And, and why are these people that seem so unhappy pursuing things just for the sake of uh, basically that whole keeping up with the Johnsons thing? Because everybody else is doing it. I'll feel like less of a person if I don't do that as well, you know, the whole white picket fence house and get married, have a kid. When people spend a lot of time around you, they know you, even if they can't put a finger on it, they know how you operate. So here I am telling this, this nonsense story uh, about this like fake life that I want to live, even though it was absolutely not true. And so they would just kind of be like, okay. And along the lines, I, I kind of lost some respect from people based solely on me not being genuine with, with really who I was and who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. I tried everything from, uh, I co-owned a moving business for a little bit. Uh, I did nutritional advising. I worked for a roofing company for a brief stint uh, just to kind of make ends meet. When in reality, I was everything I was doing was I was thinking about training. I was researching medical literature and and uh, strength and conditioning research and just everything that referenced the human body and holistic health. So obviously, my interests weren't in moving companies or roofing or anything like that. It's just I felt like, oh, that makes me more money, at least in the meantime. So that's probably what I should be doing. Then as I kind of pressed forward, I decided that I'm totally unhappy doing that. I mean, I've seen my parents do that where they just kind of work jobs where they don't even like, and they're working from sun up till sundown. And so I decided to shift my focus onto, okay, that's not how I want to live. What's going to actually fulfill me? Cause the monetary stuff, I realized there's a million ways to make money, but what's going to, for one, what's my purpose and what's going to allow me to fulfill that purpose. And I came to the conclusion why, like, so I had to ask myself, why do I even like health and wellness? Anyway, I, I, I ended up chipping away, chipping away, chipping away and found out it's really because I enjoy serving other people. I don't know why I felt this shame. Like there's no shame at all telling people I want to serve for others. Like I, I feel fulfilled doing this for other people. There's no shame in that, but I felt like there was. And uh, it wasn't until four or five years later, even that I actually told my mom, who's really close to me that, hey, this is what I'm about. This is what I'm doing here on out. And if I fall on my face, I'm sorry. Like, uh, I'm sorry if you like, do you feel disappointed? Uh, and she was like, totally in support. And I was kind of taken aback. I expected this kind of, um, this like nurturing conversation about, okay, that's a nice dream. But why don't you think about something else in the meantime? She was like all for it. 
And that was kind of a light bulb moment for me. Like one of the people who's closest to me is willing to say, that's awesome. And I kind of knew that already. And I was like, oh, well, I, you never said anything. She's like, well, neither did you. And so I was like, maybe, maybe living my life in authenticity is a much better way to, to do this. So, I mean, I, I ran into every single hiccup you can think of, everything from uh, financial hiccups to I moved like four times within that time period where I actually decided, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And then I debated, uh, okay, maybe the market's not cut out for this because it's really hard because the, the health and fitness field is, is so saturated. How am I really going to carve a name out for myself, especially in the world of social media? That's not my thing. I can't do that. So th there were times I definitely just debated on calling it quits. Um, but then I would, con I would just always have this little nagging voice saying like, if you quit now, is that really in line with your mission? Just because it got a little hard is, is this really what you're going to sacrifice, what you're calling your purpose for? At that point, is it even your purpose? So then I would just, you know, stand up, uh, brush the dust off and, um, and keep kind of moving forward. Now, most people think uh, personal training is like you come in, you high five. Yeah, hoorah, let's go. You blow a whistle, you know, and you, you kind of work out and you lift some weights. And it's like, okay, good to go. See you later. Let's just, you know, just kind of. Um, getting people in line with their goals, you know, the whole building muscle, shredding fat, that kind of thing. But um, people or trainers who take their job seriously, it's they, they understand that it, this is more of a psychology based um, and, and humans relationships or human relationships based uh, a career. So as, as cool as the lifting weights and getting people bigger in a six pack is, is awesome that's like 15% of my job. 85% is actually uh, trying to, for one, understand and relate to the individual, like really understand who they are and their motives behind why it is what they do. And then how do I communicate um, to this person so that they can change their behaviors? So by no means are trainers as good as clinical psychologists or anything like that, but it is a psychology-based and relationships-based um, a career and job choice. So uh, really, as I, I've gotten some accolades and things like that for, for what it is I do from either gyms or, or the locale, um, as far as being a trainer and all of that. But really, every time someone tells me that their day is just slightly better, they came in a poor mood. And at the end, they are now laughing and smiling just because of not even the training we're doing. But the jokes that we're telling and because you bond with these people. I mean, you're spending an hour a day with most of them three to five days a week, um, at least for my clientele. So uh, you end up forming a huge bond with them that goes beyond fitness and weights and all of that stuff. And, and you really are there to nurture and care for the person. So anytime someone tells me, Hey, my day was a little bit better. I mean, they, you know, they bring me a cup of coffee just because they were thinking about me on their way to the gym or whatever, you know, that's, I'm a sentimental guy and that stuff like little tear sheds every time. Like even telling me right now, it kind of makes me a little choked up because it's, um, it, there's such, there's such beauty in that, that it, and it's so impactful to the person. Cause there are days where, you know, you think, am I even doing the right thing for this person? Maybe the programming was messed up. Uh, did I say something wrong? Or, or you start questioning yourself, um, as most people do. And, you know, someone will say something like that. And that just kind of lets me know, like, hey, I'm on, I'm on the right path. You know, this is, this is really what I'm either meant to be doing or what I'm going to make sure that I mean to be doing.
for the remainder of my life because there's, I mean, I've gotten people to lose, you know, upwards of 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 pounds that that's cool. But the, the things that I'm really proud of is the fact that someone's mindset changed a little bit to be in a, a more positive and healthy place. And someone's day in that moment, they went from being, oh, something happened. I was in a fight with my spouse or um, I broke up with my boyfriend or, you know, this thing happened and now my mother's in the hospital or even someone passed away. And they're still like, hey, I'm going to come work out with you because I know I feel better afterwards. While it might not make the situation 100%, I will at least go from, you know, shedding a tear in the morning to now at least there was a little bit of a laugh, you know, being really being kind of the light of the life for that person. And um, that's, that's something I think I'll be proud of for the rest of my life. Even one client that makes my life worthwhile. But the fact that I can continue to do that on an ongoing basis for, for many people, that's, um, that, that's what I'll be proud of for probably forever.